I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Sit in Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Well, I got to tell you, I had the weather all wrong in Israel. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it's going to be nice out. 70 degrees, sunny, but I guess not. It's winter, so it's uh, cold there. When I say cold, not like this. This is unbearable, but low 50s for the high, low 40s for the low. And then I saw this. I'll get to Michael Goodwin momentarily. I saw this. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought I saw rain in the 10-day forecast. I'm like, wait a second. It rains in the desert? It's not I it's not all desert. I know. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. I've never there's, been there before. Trees and stuff and forests okay. and, and, and you know uh, and, I saw rain. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, mean, I think you're gonna hop you think you're gonna hop off the place. It's gonna be the Sahara Desert? I don't I don't know. I've never been there before. <laughs> God, I keep telling you the same thing. We are about to land. To the left, you yeah. will see the desert. Yeah. Please avoid that. You know what? You know what the wise is. You know what's interesting about this trip <laughs> is as much as I want to go, and again, we're leaving. I'm actually leaving a week from Saturday, but our first show will be Monday, January 29th, from Jerusalem. Four shows that week, four consecutive days. Is as much as I want to go. They want me there as much as I want to go there. Yep. I mean, I can't tell you how many people who live there reached out to me, said, Sid, we need you here. You've been our voice back in America. I've been very, very steadfast. I blame the right people, Biden, and I've made excuses <laughs> for my friends. But I know nothing about the country. I've never been there before. so You'll learn a lot. It'll be great. I can't wait. Michael Goodwin, I miss him. It's been a couple of weeks since he's been on. He wrote a couple of really, well, he's always great. He's a great writer. He is. As Trump nears GOP nomination, elitist media again treat American voters like they're stupid. It's 2016 all over again. And I think I read something from Michael Goodwin very recently where he said, and I quote, maybe not verbatim, that Joe Biden is kind of playing on both teams, right? Iran and Israel. Something I've been saying since October 8th. 
Here he is, the great Post columnist, my friend Michael Goodwin. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Sid, and I envy you going to Israel. Uh, I'm surprised it's your first time. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you have a real treat ahead of you. How many times have you been there? Four times. Wow. Four, um, and how recently were you there? The last time was um, probably five years ago. Oh, so relatively recently. You know, yeah. Michael, it's interesting because a bunch of people have said to me, and I brought this up with Colonel Jack Jacobson, and he understood what I was saying. They said, why now? And I said, why now? Exactly now. Because if you think it's too dangerous or you're questioning, blah, 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 I go, that's exactly why I want to go. You know, does that make any sense to you? Well, look, I, I think that there's no substitute for for being there. And certainly in this time frame with what's going on, I think all of the qualities of Israel um, are are front and center. I mean, first of all, the thing that I think every visitor for the first time who moves around is struck by is how small it is. Um, I mean, I was uh, the last time I went, we took a helicopter trip, and you can you can sort of traverse the country from north to south um, in a half hour or something wow. like that. Uh, you know, the the fighter jets, the Israeli fighter jets are something are over Israeli territory only for a matter of minutes and they have to bank to keep from flying into neighboring airspaces. I mean the the this the smallness of it against the odds uh I think just when you see it I mean you can go to the north you can if if you're allowed now because of Hezbollah I mean you can see Lebanon you you can see the Lebanese border you can go to those towns now that are have been vacated because of the shelling from the north uh you can you know I I was fortunate I saw all the kibbutzes uh, in the south uh right near the Gaza fence at the time I mean it it's and of course Jerusalem and Tel Aviv are like night and day they're such different cities um, the ocean I mean it's beautiful beach country I mean it's it's an extraordinary and the food food is very very good um, it, it's it's got it had anyway a great nightlife in Tel Aviv and of course Jerusalem I mean to go have a drink in the King David Hotel to have lunch out on the pa- I mean there's so much history to you know the the, the tour guides uh, are so knowledgeable it's very hard to be a guide in Israel uh, I have gone both with uh, Israeli Jewish guides and with Palestinian Christian guides. To, to the old city. I mean, it's just, it, it's so many layers and depths of history and so many cultures and, of course, the, the great religions. I mean, it's, I envy you. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was about to ask you, if you were offered the trip to go now, uh, would you go? Because uh, there's a lot of people in the media, very, very famous people, that when they found out I was going, the first two words they sent me were not, good time, have a good time. It was... Be careful. One said to me, very, very famous, one said to me they were offered a trip there January 10th, and as much as they love Israel and they want to go, they were too nervous, decided not to go, which, again, is exactly why I am going. If you were offered that trip, would you go now, even with the way things are? 
I probably would, sure. I mean, I think it's I think it's an extraordinary place. It is dangerous now. I mean, not just from the missile from the rockets that continue to come from Gaza, but also from the individual terrorism attacks that we saw just recently. You know, ramming a car, uh, shooting people at bus stations. You know, individual uh, terrorists just pulling out a knife or a gun somewhere. Uh, no, it's it, it is very dangerous. Uh, and, of course, the Houthis are looking for ways to fire their missiles into Israel. Um, it, it is perhaps the most dangerous time since, uh, the, you know, any of the big wars or even the founding. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Well, I don't want to get into name calling with Biden. We've done that, you and I already. Um, but, but I did read your column and, and I believe your column did say, and if I'm wrong, please correct me, Michael, but I believe your column did say very recently that Joe Biden kind of playing for both teams, the bad guys and the good guys. Did you or did you not write that? Well, I, I didn't phrase it that way, uh, but I have written a number of times, uh, that I think Biden has undercut uh, Israel, uh, not necessarily to help the Palestinians or, or Hamas, but to protect himself politically from the far left in this country. And so, you, you know, look, I mean, just to well, let me stop you for a second. Landscape. Let me stop you for a second. That is so dangerous because I can say the same thing. I know you'll agree with this. I can say the same thing about Mayor Eric Adams' stance on the migrants. Knowing better, knowing better, he looks to protect himself from the far left because you know this as well as I do, that he's got aspirations to do more than just mayor. And whether it's President Biden or Mayor Adams, when they make decisions based on their political future, rather than what's good for the people, they become very, very dangerous. Well, that's right. And, and you, you know, in, in uh, Biden's case, I mean, the situations are somewhat different. I take the point, but I think in Biden's case, it, it's a matter of appeasement. Uh, he, he has appeased Iran. He, is, he tried to appease the, the, the Palestinians, the world, the world opinion, the anti-Semitic world. And he's trying to appease the left in this country, particularly young people who are normally a core demographic for the Democratic Party, and they don't want him to run. More than half of the young people who are registered Democrats do not want Joe, Joe Biden to run. And then you have even further, you have this group called Abandon Biden, which is a radical Muslim group. And I think, I mean, they are saying that they will, that they are urging Muslim Americans to stay home and to not vote for Joe Biden uh, because he is helping Israel. Now, this raises to me a real question about their allegiances in the world. I mean, these are Muslim Americans. They are registered to vote. They vote two-thirds Democrats normally. There are over a million of them in this, in this group. 
I mean, in this uh, uh, demographic, and they all vote two-thirds Democratic, uh, and they are basically supporting Hamas. Now, I don't know. That's that's a pretty amazing. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, Sid, and we, we both remembered a 1934 or so picture of a Bund meeting in Madison Square Garden. So you had actual Hitler supporters in New York City in the early days of his takeover in Germany. This reminds me of that. You have people in America, American citizens who can vote supporting Hamas. That's pretty extraordinary. Yeah, it's uh, well, extraordinary is a nice way of saying really disturbing. Um, <laughs> right, you're right. Yeah, especially in this city. Nobody does it better than New York. They block tunnels, they block bridges, and we throw a couple in jail, and they come back the next day and go, so what? I mean, just last night, in fact, in Whitestone, they, um, they, they basically stopped a political meeting between Mozzie Pillip, Peter King, and Vicky Palladino as she tries to go out and win George Santos' seat. So they're everywhere, they're everywhere, and uh, they become a real problem. they got to figure out something in this city above and beyond uh, the mayor and Eddie Caban and Michael Kemper arresting folks when they block a bridge or a tunnel. Uh, they now have just harassed. They're harassing people all over the place. I'm not sure that's against the law, but they got to figure something out. This is becoming unsustainable. I, I agree. And there's lots of graffiti. Uh, someone sent me a picture yesterday on a post office in a mailbox, you know, free Palestine. I mean, it's graffiti all over Manhattan, even uh, from these protests. And and you're right. They're entitled to to their free expression, right to assembly. But they are not entitled to disrupt others and block streets and and that sort of thing and disrupt other you know events and that's where i think the city has to get a handle on this it has to get ahead of it i mean that's what the police have always tried to do with these disruptive things to channel them in ways uh but you have to have the intelligence you have to you have to be on social media you have to be there before they are so that you can control these uh movements uh so they don't take over the city and infringe on the rights of law-abiding people Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority this is uh, the great, and I mean great, columnist for the New York Post, Michael Goodwin. So, Mike, you've been around a long time. You've covered a lot of folks, and uh, you're way above average intelligence, <laughs> way above average. What you've seen from Donald Trump, it really is hard to explain in any logical sense. I mean, you know, indictments, four of them, the E. Jean Carroll case, 99% of the media liberals that bash him Ridiculous, but they bash him every second for the better part of eight years. There is no logical reason to understand why he is going to win the primary easily and maybe become 47 as he was 45, other than this. And you wrote it. We are not stupid. We are not stupid, and we don't like 
what we see every day. So despite all these forces going against Trump, you got to admit, pretty resilient guy, yes? It's extraordinary. I mean, his his ability to not only survive the, the gauntlet, but, but to go out there every day and to stand up against it. Uh, and to have so many people rally around him. I mean, it, none of us have ever seen anything quite like this. And, you know, it, it, it occurred to me the other day, Sid, what if the Democrats had not prosecuted him? What if they had not, you know, sort of campaigned against him and made him this bogeyman in a way that I think caused people to rally against him. I mean, when you remember back before the first indictment, there were real, there was a real movement. There was a thought that, you know, his time had passed, that, that Republicans would nominate probably DeSantis or somebody else. Uh, and then the indictment started. No, 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 no. numbers no. kept going let up. Me, let me stop you for a second, because um, I've said this to many people. And to a man, Trump's people, Bannon, you name it, they all agree. It was before the indictments, because you're right. You're right. December, brutal month. The Kanye West and neo-Nazi dinner at Mar-a-Lago. I should rip up the Constitution, that ridiculous trading card. All that December was brutal. But before the first indictment, where America started to fall in love with President Trump again, was on one afternoon while Joe Biden was in the Rose Garden, not the Rose Garden, excuse me, Zelensky's garden mugging for pictures in Ukraine. Uh, President Trump stepped off a plane in East Palestine, Ohio, right, right. where these poor people are still glowing in the dark, God bless them, and bought McDonald's and handed out water before the indictments, before they made him a boogeyman, which you're right, just strengthened him. The day he set foot in Ohio, America said, you know what? We miss him. Well, and Biden, of course, has never gone there uh, to this day. And Pete Buttigieg went once and said and did nothing. Uh, and that town is still waiting. Uh, look, I, I mean, that's a good point. I had not I had not remembered that connection. But I think it, you know, we, woven throughout this this last year has been these indictments and, and criminal charges against Trump, the civil case in New York, the Gene Carroll case, all of that. And I think we now see pretty much the complete fruition of the Biden presidency. And so you have this this contrast in our face every day of I mean, even what Jamie Dimon said yesterday. Yes. And in, uh, I guess in Davos about how Trump was not wrong about immigration, about China, about taxes, about the economy, right? He, put, he phrased it not wrong. Uh, and, and that maybe the Democrats ought to lighten up on this MAGA Nazi stuff because it's not really good for the country, but it's not working either. And I think that this, this combination of the Biden failures and the prosecutions of Trump along with just Trump's natural ability to, you know, draw a crowd, have really made him this imposing candidate that he has become. Agreed. Final 60 seconds. Let's take it back local, because you and I have had great conversations about the mayor, who was just on this show for 30 minutes three days ago, 
I thought did a very, very good job. I was with him last I read week. The transcript, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you saw it. Good. Thank you. Uh, but you, your stories, or your columns, I should say, on Adams are the most accurate in the city. So, what do you think about this potential? You know, there's a there's a there's a rumor there'll be a potential showdown between Trump and Michelle Obama, not Trump and Biden. What do you think about the rumor about this potential showdown between Eric Adams and Andrew Cuomo? Um. It's very, very possible. Um, I think Cuomo definitely wants to get back into the game. He doesn't really have another life to live. I mean, this is his life. This is, in his mind, the family business, and he wants back into it. He has also said, and I don't know whether he, he still believes this, that he would not run against Adams in a primary. So that presupposes or puts a condition on it that Adams would be indicted, I assume, and resigned and forced from office, whatever. Uh, I don't know what Cuomo is thinking about that, but there's no question he wants back in. Uh, And I think uh, being mayor, uh, just in terms of the election calendar, mayor comes up first. Right. So that's 25 next year, 25. There is a mayoral election. And if Adams is either uh, not running for some reason or looks very beatable, then I think Cuomo would be very interested and find it find it hard to resist, frankly. Agreed. Michael Goodwin, you're brilliant. I love having you on. I love you. Thank you so much for coming back today. And we will do this often leading up to the hour Super Bowl, not the 11th in Vegas, but November here in 2024. <laughs> Michael Goodwin, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Sid. My man, Michael Goodwin, great columnist, New York Post. Another great conversation.